Radio car out and about, send us a selfie with the hashtag Tring Radio to win a shout out from one of our brilliant DJs. Net to print of Hemel Hempstead, your local one-stop print shop for all your printing needs. We print stationery, brochures, leaflets, stickers and more. Call Danny at Net to Print today on 01442 767 220 for quality bespoke printing with a personal touch. Whatever you need, we print. Call Net to Print on 01442 767 220. Tring Martial Arts Academy. Celebrating 15 years of providing high-quality professional martial arts, fitness, and life skills tuition for all ages. Tring Martial Arts Academy are back and pleased to welcome our members and new students to our COVID-secure classes. Find out more by visiting our website, tringmartialarts.com or call Tring Martial Arts Academy on 01442-795-001 today. Tring Radio. On air for you, across the local area. I become more mad about you I'm more lost without you And so it goes Can you imagine How much I love you The more I see you As years go by I know the only one for me Can only be you My arms won't free you And my heart won't try The more I see you The more Grows and grows With every sigh I become more mad about you More lost without you And so it goes Can you imagine How much I love you For me, can only be you 
won't free you And my heart won't try no. And my arms won't free you And my heart won't try The more I see Well, good afternoon and welcome to Swing and Sway with me, Jay Hutchinson, this afternoon. Uh, and I'm so glad you could join me on this beautiful sunny day on a Sunday afternoon. What have you been doing with your afternoon? I'd love to know. But first of all, we've got a very interview this week. Uh, I was very lucky enough to catch up with an old friend of mine who I trained with uh, as a performer back at drama school. And also I've had the luxury of working with over the past few years as well. So without any further ado, I'm going to start off with Jeff Parlett, who I interviewed earlier on today just to get a bit of an interesting background about him and also his love of swing and jazz music. And we're going to play a couple of Jeff songs along the way. So without any further ado, here is an interview with Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show, Swing and Sway. How are you doing? Thank you very much for having me on. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Not too bad. Now, I thought I'd get you on here uh, to basically talk about you as a performer. Um, I know, you know, we've also... Uh, trained together and we've also worked together which has been really cool um we do we do we We go way back 2011 or 2010 2010 yeah 10 years ago isn't it wow mad um so yeah so i know that you've got a bit a bit of an interest in swing music and things as well so i just thought i'd uh bring you on to the show this you're my first interview so you should be very honored no pressure (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so um, tell us a bit about yourself, Jeff. What got you? You're a performer as well, then, aren't you? Well, it's in, in many ways, uh, performing found me, to be honest. Um, when I was five years old, I was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. And um, uh, for my put my parents through hell, let's say. I was a very troubled child. Um, life was very confusing. Um, and I needed a form of escapism i needed something to you know understand the world understand human emotions i think with with autism it's quite hard to understand human behavior emotions um and i needed something i needed an outlet to you know get out this energy um and to learn more about myself because i didn't know what was wrong with me i knew i was different um and i couldn't understand why I was different to other people. I, I wanted to be normal. Um, so uh, my parents took me to a theatre school called Stagecoach in Plymouth. And um, they they knew that I was into creating scenes with my action men, um, whether that was violent scenes with action men or um, when I got the Barbies involved as well. But we'll leave, we'll leave it at that. But I was creating scenes with, with, with action men and um, I was using my imagination and they thought, going to stagecoach theatre art school 
would be something um which would be good to you know release my creative energy so um they did an hour of singing an hour of drama an hour of dance um i'm a terrible dancer we'll, we'll leave that there um but it, you know i had three hours to explore myself through these creative forms and my mum was waiting nervously in the car park uh hoping i wasn't going to scream or or lash out uh, and it turned out where the, the principal francis um uh, lovely francis may came out and said he was good as gold would love to keep him on and that's how it transformed me to be honest so you know many ways performing found me and it's something that i i know it's the only thing i'm good at um and that's just stuck me for life and what was it that got you to then decide that you were going to take that into i don't know into like a career because was it was it difficult dealing with you know the the issues that you had was it difficult to concentrate in school and things were you just thinking about performing constantly how did it manifest itself big time yeah school was school was tough because all i wanted to do was perform i wasn't an academic i didn't want to write i, I couldn't learn about science and uh, even though history was interesting um because a lot of you know shakespeare's plays as you know are based on historical events so for me history was fascinating but science I thought why would i want to learn about science what i mean when am i ever going to do chemicals in my life when am i going to know what c3 is what whatever is the periodic table and things but but so school was quite difficult in terms of concentrating and uh, other subjects but when when they had the drama course there and i did drama gcse of course i knew that was i wanted to take this to reality i wanted to make a career out of it and i knew that when i was well, I probably knew when I was that when I was eight. I knew that I wanted to do this for life. That was that was for me. Um, but school was great. I had um, a great team of teaching assistants um, and uh, who were fantastic in sitting with me, getting my coursework done. Because of course I was behind on written work. Um, so they really really helped me, and I always commend them and will always be grateful for the help they gave me. But I knew school was the big challenge. I had to get out the way, get my GCSEs. So I could then get onto a, a college course, do a two-year BTEC in drama, and then go on to drama school. Because I auditioned for drama school when I was 16, but of course, I didn't have any life experience. I was, I was, well, I say immature, I wasn't immature as, as such, uh, but I didn't, I didn't have any life experience. I wasn't wise enough, um, and they wanted someone who was 18 years old, at least, with a bit of life experience behind them. So I've got school out of the way, got my courses done, and that's where I ended up at PPA, where I met yourself, Jay. <laughs> yeah, I was there for, <laughs> I think, a year, and then I went off to London, whereas I think you did the two-year course, didn't you? I did, yes. Yeah, I, I wanted to do the one year, but then you know, PPA said, I think you'd benefit for the two years, because uh, you're a terrible dancer, you need more work. Uh, no, they, of course they didn't say that, but having the two years was great, because actually... I did learn a lot about life and living in a student house, living by myself for the first time, looking after myself, not having my mum and dad's support there to keep an eye on me. So that, yeah, it was a challenge. It was a real, real challenge, but um, something that I'll always be grateful for because it got me where I am today. Yeah. And then after that, you went off to London, didn't you? You went to university. Yes. Yeah, so I did the musical theatre course at London College of Music. 
and uh, of course it, you know, it wasn't initially what I wanted to do I wanted to go to drama school like yourself you know get a, pra a practical course get a drama school name um, but then they offered me a bit of funding for this course at uni I thought well if they're offering me funding I'd, I'd be stupid to turn that down and of course you know you get out what you put in so I thought if I put in 110% I'm going to get 110% back so for me that was a great course and actually one of the best decisions I've made because uh, being at a university you've got music students who can record music for you um, you don't have to pay them to record uh, you've got photography students who can take photos for your portfolio do headshots you've got media students who can write stuff about you you've got graphic designers who can create a website for you so i just utilized everything i met everyone used them i to say i used them but you know i <laughs> i i used their talents um utilized them helped each other out and from there i had a show reel ready to go i had headshots ready to go i had a website ready to go so i knew when I graduated, I could be in the industry at the forefront, ready for, for what's to come. In the best possible form. Yeah, of course. Amazing. So what's uh, your link to swing and jazz music? Like, who, what artists do you aspire to? Like, have you taken any inspiration from those? Or has it just been a case of it's always been a hobby to listen to that sort of music? Well, it was actually my guitar teacher. I used to play the guitar. I used to have guitar lessons in, in Plymouth. Um, my guitar teacher, Tony Evans, uh, bless his soul, he sadly passed away in 2013, but he was the one that got me into swing and jazz. Um, when we were looking at guitar teachers, um, my mum and dad had heard of Tony because uh, he was he played for Her Majesty's um, Band of the Welsh Guards and he also was part of the British Trombone Society in Plymouth. So he was a big name in, in the swing and jazz industry. Um, so... I knew that was the best teacher for me and every Friday afternoon after school would go into his uh, studios and he'd always have a swing or jazz album in the background no matter what it was and I thought oh what's this and he said oh well this is for example we had Van Morrison who eventually ventured into jazz well, okay that's that's great and then the next week you'd then play another uh, jazz and artist oh this is Nina Simone one week for oh, okay then the next week it was you know no matter who it was it was Michael Bublé when he first came out it was so that for me that was my first real love swing and jazz when that came in so you just mentioned Michael Bublé there so I think we're going to come in with a track now and let's start off with a bit of feeling good birds flying high you know how I feel sun in the sky you know how I feel Breeze drifting on by You know how I feel It's a new dawn It's a new day It's a new life For me And I'm feeling good I'm feeling good Fish in the sea You know how I feel 
River running free You know how I feel Blossom on a tree You know how I feel It's a new dawn It's a new day It's a new life For me And I'm feeling good Dragonfly out in the sun You know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies all having fun You know what I mean Sleep in peace when day is done That's what I mean And this old world is a new world And a bold world for me Sands of the pine You know how I feel Oh, freedom is mine And I know how I feel It's a new dawn It's a new day It's a new life It's a new dawn It's a new day It's a new life It's a new dawn Feeling good there by uh, Michael Bublé, one of my all-time favourites when uh, Michael Bublé first came onto the scene. I feel like he really hit that with everything he had and that was what really established him in the world. And I know that you're a big fan of Michael Bublé as well, aren't you, Jeff? Huge, huge fan. I, when I first saw his live concert, uh, well, I've not seen him live, I've not, not had the pleasure of seeing that, but when I saw his live DVDs, he just makes it look so effortless. Like, he's cool. He's cool. I wish I was that cool. I really do. He just walks on the stage effortlessly, doesn't have to try too hard at all, and he's just got it. He's got that, hasn't he? The amount of times I've seen him on stage, I think it was, um, it might have been in an X Factor thing where he was doing like a guest appearance, and I think he came on stage and he sang yes. uh, Crimea River, and the microphone is like down by his waist, and he's just, that voice is just like bellowing through. It's amazing what he can do with his voice. He's also, have you ever seen, um, the I think there's a YouTube video and I think he sings This Love by Maroon 5 and it's a little bit of like uh, he's taking the mickey and stuff and just doing like a really quick segment of this song and yeah, all of a sudden yeah. 
he unleashes this like operatic sound and you're just like oh my god this guy can sing funnily enough i was watching that the other night because i've actually got a swing and jazz gig coming up um so i wanted to do a bit more research and i was watching the exact same concert he did uh which i think it was at um one of his first appearances in the live theater yes. which was broadcasted um and yeah, that's when he had Josh Groban on. And of course, mm-hmm. he's taking the mickey of Josh Groban and he does this operatic sound. Honestly, you'd think it's Josh Groban. Yeah, you don't know where it comes from. It just comes out of nowhere. And it's, yeah, amazing, amazing artist. And like you say, he literally comes onto the stage and he is just, it's effortless, but he just, the amount of presence that he holds is just 10 to none. It's amazing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think um, looking back at like the older artists, obviously he's taken his inspiration from the likes of Sinatra, Dean Martin, uh, Bobby Darren, uh, even Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams came onto the scene doing his Swing Wing Winning album after you know his days in Take That and then doing a solo career. But I Which think it's a great album, really good album, and the, the live at Albert Hall uh, video is insane. Um, yeah, incredible, incredible performance, especially because I think at that point he was going through a bit of troubles and stuff in his life. So it was nice, nice yeah. to see him come back and sort of, again, reestablish that sort of music. Because I don't know about you, but that's the sort of thing that got me into the whole swing stuff. Because when he mm-hmm. came out, he was like the cool young pop guy who sang Angels, Let Me Entertain You, etc. And then he comes out and does all this old music and it makes it cool again for our generation when we were, you know, that young growing up watching this megastar on the stage at Albert Hall. But I think the old... I, Go on. Well, I was going to say, you know, I, and I commend them for doing that because for me, that's, that was music. Of course, music now is, is different. It's different genres and whatnot. But the fact that Michael Bublé and Robbie Williams has reintroduced that, and Jamie Cullen as well, who have reintroduced that into music nowadays is fantastic because it really shows the generation before us what music was like back then. And I think it all stems down to the original artists. Like I said, like about, you know, the Rat Pack, uh, Dean Martin's a personal favourite of mine. Have you got any others that you're a big fan of that you would have listened to in the past? I remember being at Stagecoach, um, we got to learn all different types of music. Um, And I remember the first time that my singing teacher, Emma, uh, at the time, uh, whose party I'm performing at um, later on this year, which is oh, great. Right. Life works that way. My singing teachers asked me to sing at her, par- her birthday, um, <laughs> but she introduced me to, to Bo- uh, Bobby Darren, um, and the first song of his was "Beyond the Sea," and, uh, and that was just iconic. It was different. I just loved it immediately as soon as the the, the beat kicks in and you got the sax playing. It was already a feel-good song. So, of course, after hearing that, I was listening to Bobby Down. I was learning all about him, his albums, um, and his song Splish Splash came on. Uh, I remember uh, every time, as kids, every, every time it was bath time, my dad would sing Splish Splash, it's time for bath. Um, so, purely, that's how that song stuck with me. Uh, <laughs> Splish Splash, I knew, was, was bath time in our household. Um, Amazing. Well, in that case, I think it's about time we play another song. So let's hear a bit of Splish Splash by Bobby Darren. Brilliant. Splish Splash, I was taking a bath. Long about a Saturday night. Yeah. Rubbed up, just relaxing in the tub. Thinking everything was alright. Well, 
I stepped out the tub and put my feet on the floor. I wrapped the towel around me and I opened the door. And in a splish splash, I jumped back in the bath. Well, I was out and know there was a party going on. There was a splishing and a splashing, reeling with the feeling, moving and a grooving, rocking and a rolling. Yeah, yeah. I saw the whole gang dancing on my living room rug. Yeah, flip flop, they were doing the bop. All the teens had to dance in bug. There was a lollipop with a Peggy Sue. Good to golly, Miss Molly was a even there too. A willa splish splash, I forgot about the bath. I went and put my dancing shoes on. Yeah, I was a rolling and a rolling, feeling with the feel, moving and a groove. Pushing and a splashing, hey!
meet beyond the shore We'll kiss just as before Happy we'll be beyond the sea And never again I'll go sailing No more sailing So long sailing Well, we will be getting back to Jeff's interview very, very shortly. Uh, but first of all, we're going to be taking a break in about a minute's time. So I just want to take this opportunity to say that I hope you're having a great Sunday afternoon. Uh, uh, I've been watching the Formula One and wow, what a race it was. So if you have chance, make sure you watch that on repeat if you can. I know that Channel 4 will be doing the highlights later on. Later on in the show this afternoon, we've got a jam-packed show today. So we're going to be carrying on with talking to Jeff throughout the next half hour and then later on i'll be talking to the fems who are going to be appearing at the turbine theater next sunday afternoon at battersea and it's been a long time since theater has been able to come back to us after the whole lockdown experience so i'm very much looking forward to talking to one of the band members there that will be shauna will be listening to some of their music and also we'll be talking to her about what you can expect to see so please also book your tickets if you can because they are holding a discount discounted rate this weekend for the turbine theater gig next sunday afternoon at battersea so if you're back in some theater then please feel free to check it out but like i said later on after this break we'll be listening to more of jeff but for now enjoy the break so you're listening to swing and sway and the time is half past four If you would like to advertise on Tring Radio, we offer competitive rates for businesses large and small. By advertising on Tring Radio, you can be sure to reach your target audience in Aylesbury Vale, across Hertfordshire and the rest of the UK. See the advertising page at tringradio.co.uk for details. Tring Radio, the effective way to promote your business. Your local non-profit, Community Radio, is looking for volunteer presenters. For further details, and to get involved, please see the volunteer page, tringradio.co.uk. Tring Radio. On air for you, across the local area. Okay, so Splish Splash there, followed by Beyond the Sea, both uh, by Bobby Darren. Of course, Bobby Darren. Uh, made that song famous after the French version of La Mer, which, Jeff, I don't know if you know this, was uh, written in Jersey, uh, which is where I'm from, in the Channel Islands. Was it? Yeah, it was written in a a hotel called the Grand Hotel. Um, I forget the name of the guy that originally sang it and wrote it, but he was sat at the Grand Hotel, and the Grand Hotel in Jersey looks out over one of the beaches over there. There's a castle, you've got the harbour on the left, and then a massive beach that curves around. And um, he looked out of the sea and thought, yeah, I'm going to write a song. And he wrote a song all about that. Never knew that. Wow. Hey, you learn something new every day, as they say. something (laughs) new every day. Um, Yeah, so you were talking about you went to uh, PPA uh, in Guildford for two years, which is where we met. And then after that, uh, you went off to university, which you were saying was probably one of the best students I've made because you could utilise everyone else's uh, skills, whether it be graphic design, uh, recording, uh, web design, anything of such, and headshots, like you said, photography courses, etc. Um, so then, what what led to after that was uh, I know as performers, we some people can get an agent, some people don't get an agent, and then we 
were just auditioning and looking for jobs. So how did you balance the life of auditioning and normal work or did you just go straight into performing? Well, I was, I was very lucky because I went straight into performing as soon as I graduated. Um, I got, um, got myself an agent um, uh, prior, uh, before graduating um, and he got me my first audition, which was for a theatre and education tour around you know, the UK and we would go to schools performing The Sword in the Stone. Um, we'd, we'd go to schools in Wales, in Scotland, in Ireland, um, and I thought, God, that would be that'd be brilliant. Um, and I auditioned for it, um, and then got the job the next day, which is fantastic. So it was really sudden. Immediately, as soon as I graduated on in July, we were straight into rehearsals. So I had to quickly snap into right. I'm no longer a student. I'm I'm a professional now. Um, so I had to cri- quickly adapt to that. Um, but that was that was a brilliant job. Uh, we'd go to two schools a day uh, and we'd, we travelled and we just saw bits of the UK we never thought we'd, we'd see. Um, and Ireland especially was, was stunning because I've always wanted to go there. Um, so to be paid to go and see Ireland when we weren't working was, was fantastic, really. Did you um, find the transition from being at university, being a student, living on your own? I mean, I guess the whole process of living on your own makes you set for the big wide world as such. But did you find the transition of, hey, I'm in a rehearsal room doing something for college, which is, yes, it's hopefully going to catapult me into being a professional performer. But did you find that transition fine? Or were you like, oh, wow, big wide world. Ah, It was, yeah, it was a bit of both. It started off as a bit of a sort of a rabbit headlights. Like, oh, dear, this is this is this is happening. This is real. but then I knew this was something that I, I wanted to do. I, I spent years of training and a lot of my mum and dad's money <laughs> for, for, for this to, to get me where I am today. So it was quite quick, actually. It was a quick transition. It was like, right, no, this is what I want. Let's do it. And yeah, within, within that, it was, it was straight away. Yeah, this, this is it. Amazing. Yeah, I remember when I went to, uh, I think it was, I did panto and I was cover every part in the show um, and also had my tiny part as well. So if anyone ever went off, I had to come in and be the swing for that. Oh, and- no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent every day and night after rehearsals in the mornings running through everyone's lines and just making sure I was on absolute top form because I was yeah. like, this is my first job and I don't want it to be a waste. I don't want to, I don't want to screw up in any way. So I was making sure that Absolutely. I was on top of it, um, which you do when you first come out. And then maybe it's probably a bad thing actually, but I feel like the further and further you get into like a career and you keep on doing it, you go, oh, actually, I'll, I'll back off that for now because I, I will learn it, but not just yet. And you get a bit complacent, but when you first come out of drama school, I feel like you're so hungry just to be the best that you can be oh absolutely because you know you've got millions of people going for what one one job you know so you've really got to be on top of your game you've got to be prepared um and you know things sometimes things happen which you don't expect it to um there's there's been jobs where um i didn't think i i got the job um and someone's been sick and they had to pull out and straight away it was like right this person's sick you're on um, you need to learn this for tomorrow or two days time and straight away you're going to be like oh right okay so you've really got to be 
adaptable you've got to be flexible and just because work can work can come work where am I going with this work can be consistent then work can be quiet you can get anything for months on end so you've just got to be ready you know yeah and it's important to keep up your craft I guess isn't it so if you are you know even during this lockdown period it's been really difficult for a lot of performers I know because a lot of them have just gone well I can't get into a studio to dance I can't have a singing lesson because I can't see anyone so it's up to us to keep up our craft and keep up our skill sets so that we're in a really good position so that if and when that phone call comes we can just go yeah I can do that it's so important so because you're always learning I'm always learning you know I'm I'm always consistently learning about stuff um and actually I'll give them I'll give them a mention as well um the uh casting collective creative initiative cci um they're doing a sorry collective creative uh institute they're doing uh online courses um and uh you can learn different bits because they're doing yoga classes they're doing dance classes um they're doing acting classes they've been uploading classes every day of the week during lockdown um which is outstanding um yeah, Collective Creative Initiative. That's it. Yes, Collective Creative Initiative. Uh, they've been doing online classes throughout lockdown, interviews, online Zoom sessions, Q&As. And I think that's something that has been vital for people during lockdown to keep consistent, keep on top of their learning and keep on top of their training. And this is, is what's even better. It's free. It's all free of charge, which has been fantastic. So, So have you been a part of that? I have yes there's been I've I've lost count of how many webinars I've attended but I've had one-to-ones with casting directors I've had one-to-ones with actors um I've done classes I've actually just won a competition this morning um to to win a a one-to-one live monologue workshop uh with Sean Reeves um he's a very successful actress and director in her own right and um so that's that's good fun Lovely. um yeah, so I don't know when that will be. Um, got the got the announcement on Twitter this morning. Lovely, well done, uh, congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. But yeah, but that's something. If there's fellow actors listening to now, Collective Creative Initiative is something you should just grasp onto. Yeah. Amazing. So, what happened after Sword and Stone? You've seen a bit of England. You've seen a bit of Ireland. You've gone up and down the country. You've done two schools a day. I'm assuming if it was theatre and education, you were probably part of the whole, you know, setting the stage up and setting the set up and doing the get outs and stuff. Because I feel like those TIEs are crazy in terms of the amount of workload that you do. So after that, what was what was next for you? Uh, yeah. So straight after, straight after that, I um, I was actually well, uh, something you were part of as well. I was. Uh, Casted as a lead male vocalist um, with a company called Life Business, um, they were doing uh, productions in hotels, um, and so I was straight into after Sword and Stone finished, I went straight into that. Um, and I remember the time when I was in Greece. This was a hotel in Greece and Rhodes, and I was sat by the by the swimming pool, uh, by the swimming pool with my uh, with my flat. Um, we had a, we had our own little apartment there. Um, and we had just done two shows that night, so I was just there with a bottle of uh, Mikos Greek beer in my hand, sat by the pool, looking at the starry night in Greece, and just going, "Do you know what? This is the life. This this is where I, you know, I've got one job into the next job, um, which is which is very lucky. 
Um, just keep on top of my game. Um, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and just thinking this is this is the life, yeah. That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. I said that's life. And as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks stomping on a dream. But I don't let it, let it get me down. Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet, a pawn and a king. I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself Flat on my face I pick myself up and get back in the race That's life That's life I tell you, I can't deny it I thought of quitting, baby but my heart just ain't gonna buy it And if I didn't think it was worth one single try I'd jump right on a big bird And then I'd fly I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down and over and out And I know one thing each time I find myself laying flat on my face I just pick myself up and get back in the race That's life, that's life And I can't deny it Many times I thought of cutting out But my heart won't buy it but if there's nothing shaking, come this here July I'm gonna roll myself up in a big ball and die I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning 
If this is just the beginning, my life is gonna be beautiful. I've sunshine enough to spread. It's just like the fella said. Tell me quick, ain't love a kick in the head? Said, ain't that a kick in the head? Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a bowl? My head keeps spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning. If this is just the beginning. My life is gonna be beautiful. She's telling me we'll be wet. She's picked out a king size bed. I couldn't feel any better, or I'd be sick. Tell me quick, boy, love a kick. Tell me quick. So that was That's Life by Frank Sinatra, of course, old Blue Eyes himself, followed by Ain't That a Kick in the Head by Dean Martin, who definitely enjoyed a glass or two, which is, Jeff, what you just said, you were having a lovely uh, glass out whilst looking at the stars with your girlfriend, thinking, this is life and this is what I want to do. So what happened that after it, that? Because I know so that... It's a performer thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a definitely a performer thing. As soon as you finish your job, you, you're still a bit buzzed from a show that you've done and you're just like... Ah, oh, the adrenaline's still pumping, and you you spend your nights wide awake, just thinking, "This is brilliant!" Like the sun was out today. I've got a lovely tan. I'm out performing, doing what I really want to do. Yeah. Um, Marshall but- doing the Jack Danielson Coke at two a.m. after an opening night. Yes, <laughs> Jack Danielson Coke. <laughs> is there anything better? Um, so then, I know that because I also did the live business job with you at the same time, um, but we were in two different places. I was based out in Cyprus, and you yeah, were, yeah. where were you? Uh, I was in Rhodes. Rhodes. And I think during that job, I think it's probably the same for both of us, because I think the job we thought we were going to be doing was to be the vocalist in the shows, and that was pretty much it. But actually, there was a bit more required of us, hosting events, etc. Yes, yeah, and I think um, because in some, I know especially in the hotel I was at, we were the only English people there. We were in a Nordic-only hotel. So uh, even though we had um, two hosts, um, me and Olivia, who were some who were good friends of mine still to this day, um, you know, they, Swedish and Danish, respectively, they were able to speak to the kids. For us, it was difficult because there was the language barrier there. So um, what we what we did was um, we had to be visual. We just had to keep smiling, keep dancing. Um, they'll speak to you. You'll have no idea what they're saying. So you'll just have to nod and smile. Um, so yeah, being having that hosting duty as well was was vital because even though they can you can speak to them, at least you were animated in your facial expressions. So that was yeah, that was that was interesting. 
yes. And did you, after that, go into any sort of? Did it? Did it give you a a want to potentially get into that hosting vibe? Because I know that when I was there, again, we had some Nordic speakers for the Swedish guys that came onto the onto their holiday. But seeing them on stage, just being being themselves, we're 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 asked to be as performers, we're asked to be um, someone else, we're asked to play a character, we're asked to sing like this person or sing in this style. Whereas we're very rarely just who we are and what we do yeah, uh, able to be ourselves on stage. And I think when I saw people hosting, I was like, you're just being yourself in an animated form, which really appealed to me. Yes. No, I, I agree with you highly. Um, I knew, I knew to be honest, the first thing I wanted to do, I knew when I was you know, five years old, this is what I want to do performing, but it was when I was nine. Um, and I was uh, chosen to, uh, present some awards to some big names back in the day at the Disney Channel Kids Awards. Uh, it was a televised ceremony on Disney Channel um, and they auditioned some kids um, to give out awards to to A1, uh, Atomic, Atomic Kitten, uh, and Kerry Katona's Good Days, uh, Boy Zone, um, you name it. Um, and that for me was like, I want to be a presenter. This is what I want to do. Um, so the hosting and the the presenter dream was always there in the background, but like you said, in when it came to live business, and we were required to do that as part of the job, that was for oh, this could be a different avenue. So, if the acting work wasn't coming in, rather than going to do a, a different job which is non-performance related, keep within the industry. Um, so I had another avenue. So then. Um, I contacted Life Business about the hosting and a job came up in Spain um, at the Hotel Yaramar in the Costa del Sol, uh, which is where I met my fiance, you know, little love story there. Um, but that was a very much a hosting job. So I would um, host the game shows in the evening. I'd host quizzes throughout the day and host um, poolside games um, with your own singing show once every week. Um, and that, job was great for me because that's where I learned more of the demands of what a host entails and a presenter amazing yeah no I think uh presenting yeah just lends I think as performers we have to add other strings to our boat constantly and I feel like ever since okay. I've ever since I've known you Jeff like you always have been aspiring to learn new things do new things to take it to the next level which might and it has clearly uh, led on to different jobs yeah absolutely um, and I, it's something I would encourage all performers to do um, of course you have to take work that is non-performance related sometimes to, to survive you know we have bills to pay we have to have food on the tables and whatnot but um, I knew for me if I had gone to do something non-performance related I, I would get complacent um, so I had to be really strict and I thought I need to add another string to my bow like you said so then if the acting work's not coming in if i'm not singing i've got hosting there um but what was great about having that job in spain was um when i did have my singing show um people would listen to me and they weren't used to you singing you'd suddenly sing and go oh i thought you just hosted games i thought you were just you know acting like a clown on stage <laughs> um so then from there Every time I finished my show, they'd all say, do you, have, um, do you have a CD to sell? Do you have any music online we can purchase? And of course, at the time, 
I didn't. Um, and that inspired me when I came back from Spain to um, to put an album together. I thought if I go back next year, which, you know, two years later we, we did, we went back to the same hotel. I had, you know, CDs I could, I could sell to guests who they could, they could take me home um, in, in theory um, and, you know, th- listen to me. So, so that led me to put together my own EP, uh, mm-hmm. which was really exciting. Great. So in that case, I think it's time we listened to the lovely Jeff Parlett. Um, so Jeff, what song are we going to be playing first? Well, okay. Well, I think um, let's, let's go with Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, that song for me um, was my audition song for for most things, um, and it's also like a real anthemic. Well, of course, it's, it's called Anthem, but it is a real anthemic song which makes you proud of where you come from and where you live, and that's something that's expressed through the lyrics. Great, let's play it.
So there we have Jeff singing Anthem from the musical Chess. And don't worry, we'll be getting back to Jeff very shortly, but we do have a break coming up in about three minutes' time. So I want to just play you another great uh, swing track, this time by Nina Simone, which is going to be Ain't Got No Life. Hope you're having a great day so far. The time is 5 to 5. You're listening to Swing and Sway on this Sunday afternoon with me, Jay Hutchinson. If you're a performer and want to get in touch, we can do an interview next week. How about that? to Swing and Sway this afternoon on a Sunday afternoon. The weather is sunny outside. It's a beautiful day and here come the breaks. We're going to hear from Jeff next. String Radio is a small, non-profit making local radio station run by a group of volunteers. We rely entirely on donations from our listeners to keep the station running and no amount is too small. If you love listening to us, please hit the donate button on our website at stringradio.co.uk 
And remember, any money left over after we have met our small running costs will be donated to charity. Late Night Caller with Tony Dean. Friday nights live, 10 till midnight. Join the conversation. Call 01-442-780-831. Tony Dean on Tring Radio. Amber Signs and Print of Berkhamsted. For all your signs and stationery requirements, visit ambersigns.com or email info at ambersigns.com. We specialize in vehicle signage and wraps, business signage, wall art and murals, window films, business cards, and stationery. Make an impact for your business with Amber Signs. Tring Radio. We are on air from 7 a.m. until midnight daily with a great music mix for everyone. So that was Jeff singing Anthem when he uh, recorded his album so that uh, the little old ladies can take him home. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, they thrilled. Um, so how did how did the uh, again recording is completely different to just singing on stage? So again, new strings to the bow, something else you can learn, something else you're sort of learning very quick and fast as you're in that environment. Uh, how was it doing the recording? It was a it was a different experience because um, I knew I I had some recording experience before um, when I was back, going back to Stagecoach. We released a charity single, um, and we recorded that, and it was very different to live performance because you're in the studio for hours on end, um, sometimes singing the same part just to get it perfect. Um, so we had different takes. I remember when I recorded my album um, for Anthem actually. Um, I mean, that was that was a song that only took about three takes because um, that was just a song that was suited for me vocally. Um, but on my album, I did um, an eclectic range of music. So I had The Darkness on there. I had Ed Sheeran on there. And those types of songs required different vocal placements um, in the in the larynx and whatnot. So, so that took more takes. Um, and sometimes when you're constantly singing naturally, your voice gets tired. I'm sure you're you're understanding and relate to the J after a while. Your voice gets tired. It's a muscle at the end of the day. If you're going to the gym, which I definitely don't go to, but you know, <laughs> in general, for other people, you go to the gym, you work out, you get tired. It's exactly what the folks doing. So, um, so it did take quite a few takes, but that was interesting because then you could sit down with the producer, listen to the best bits, and go, okay, yeah, that bit will work, and then oh, that bit will work, and then you've got a perfect track there. Amazing. And you did, your album is mostly musical theatre stuff? It is, yes. Uh, musical theatre is my, is my forte. You know, it's what I, it's what I know. Uh, it's what I'm trained in. Um, but I knew that I wanted the album to appeal to, to the, to the masses. So um, I knew that they wouldn't, not everyone likes a musical theatre song. Um, absurd but but you know not everyone likes musical theatre so I wanted it to be different I wanted someone to I wanted them to enjoy a bit of Ed Sheeran I wanted them to enjoy a bit of uh, George Michael I wanted them to have a little little range of things to listen to yeah no but I think the I think you're right I think musical theatre is you know it's what we trained in and we are able to adjust our voices to sing something a little bit similar and that's where I think personally for me that's where the swing stuff has sort of 
stayed with me from a vocal perspective because yeah. I feel like the musical theatre and the swing stuff is very, very similar in terms of the style and the uh, the personality of those sort of songs shines through in both. Uh, you're telling a story with musical theatre. You're also telling a story with um, swing and jazz music. Oh, 100%. Um, and I remember when <laughs> when life brought us back together, Jay, and we worked together on the cruise ships with p Australia. And I remember watching your show. Um, it wasn't called Misbehaving, was it? What was the swing show you did? The one that we wrote together, the one that um, it was just myself and Shauna. Was, uh, the, um, you had the one with you and Shauna, and then you did another one, which you did with the production team. Which oh, was, how wrote. That's the one, yes. Um, I remember watching you there. Um, and bearing in mind, I hadn't heard you sing for, for years, because, you know, life took us to different different paths. And what you did so unique was blend your musical theatre style voice with the jazz and, and the swing which you did brilliantly, um, I must, must say, Jay. Um, but exactly what you said, they're both similar um, in styles and it just works, doesn't it? Absolutely. I, I know a musical Top Hat does that very well. Yes, actually, let's play a song from Top Hat, which is, this is Robbie Williams' version, but it is uh, Putting on the Ritz. Oh, great choice. seen the well-to-do upon Lenox Avenue and that famous thoroughfare with their noses in the air high hats and narrow collars white spats of fifteen dollars spending every dime on a wonderful time if you're blue and you don't know where to go to why don't you go where Harlem flits put another Ritz Spangled gowns upon the bevy of high browns from down the levee, all misfits are putting on the wrists. And that's where each and every Lulu Bell goes. Every Thursday evening with her swell bows. Rubbing elbows, come with me, and we'll attend the Jubilee and see them spin their last two bits. Putting on the wrists. Upon Lenox Avenue On that famous thoroughfare With their noses in the air High hats and narrow collars White spats and fifteen dollars Spending every dime For a wonderful time If you're blue and you don't know where to go to Why don't you go where fashion says Putting on the Ritz Spangled gowns upon the bevy of high browns from down the levee, all misfits. Putting on the Ritz. That's where each and every Lulu Bell goes. Every Thursday evening with her swell bows. Robin Elbows, come with me. We'll attend the Jubilee. See them spend their last two bits. Putting on the
start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be a part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up In a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap These little town blues Are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it In old New York If I can make it there I'll make it anywhere It's up to you New York, New York New York, New York I want to wake up in a city that never sleeps And find I'm a number one Top of the list King of the hill A number one These little town blues Oh up to you So that was Putting on the Ritz by Robbie Williams, of course, uh, in the musical Top Hat, uh, which was an awesome show, uh, which I saw, God, many years ago on the West End, followed by, uh, of course, New York, New York by old Blue Eyes again, Mr. Frank Sinatra, man, that, but that man certainly had a great voice, and as does uh, Mr. Jeff, who we have got on Swing and Sway at the moment, um, live on Tring Radio. And yes, so Jeff, uh, you just mentioned something there about when we worked on the cruise ships together, because you went yeah. down the more uh, presenter, entertainer role where you could also do a bit of singing, do a bit of this, do a bit of that. Uh, and it's something that I've always admired about you is the terms of, you know, any job is 
worth it for the experience that you're going to gain and also you're with your lovely fiance meg uh, yeah, meg yes <laughs> you it yeah it doesn't really you know you're not uh i don't i'm trying to think of the way to word this but you're not in so many words so stuck up with yourself in terms like hmm. you will only take this job and you will only take that job you oh, yeah i completely understand what you mean yeah you'll go for any sort of job which is just going to better yourself and mean that you're still working and still doing what it is that you love to do which is perform and entertain people but there was this time when we were on the ship and uh there was an international cruise show and the international cruise show was where different members of staff have the chance to come up on stage and do something. And you had a guy from Fiji coming on and playing the drums. You had a lady from Papua New Guinea who worked on the ships, who worked in as a waitress on the ship and she'd come out and she'd do a, a Papua New Guinea dance. Like you'd have so many different uh, people from different areas of the ships doing these things that you're just either howling with laughter because it's so out there and so different but from a western civilization culture we're not used to seeing that and then you'd have other people that come on and just perform and you're just like oh my god why how have you only are you only working in the galley on a ship when their dream is to be a dancer or singer and you're like oh my god you're, you're so good and then on comes jeff which i didn't know you were singing this time um and this again was the first time i'd heard you sing since probably since college individually because we when we were working for live business and rehearsing together we never really sung individually to show everybody else what we were doing we were just focused on our times in the group and then you came out and you sang um a song i'm not going to tell what the song is because we're going to play it very soon um but yeah and you came out with this voice and the difference between college 10 years ago to eight years later on a ship I was amazed by because you had just harnessed all that energy that I feel like when you first came to college and we were both at college together, we probably had so much energy and we were singing all the time and we were doing this and we were doing that. But then you had managed to harness all that and really captivate an audience because it was just yourself stood on stage with a microphone and it was something fantastic. So one from me to you, that was, that's, that's, it was a real honour to see how much you'd grown as a performer and a vocalist. Um, Thank you. And yeah, tell us a bit about uh, your experience working with PNR Australia when you were on the ships and also then if you could kindly introduce the song that you know that I'm talking about. Yes, well, yeah, well, first, thank you. Thank you so much for your kind words. I really appreciate that. Um, I have paid you good money to say that, so thank you. I'm glad you received the payment. Um, but no, no, honestly, in all seriousness, no, no, it's um, it means a lot. And yeah, yeah, I, as you as you said, I went on as a as a host and a presenter. Um, and like uh, that's you know that's a string of my bow that I wanted to develop and push forward. So like I did um, in the hotel in Spain, I was hosting the game shows. I was hosting. Um, stuff on the top deck activities and games um and then of course like you said the international cruise show was the real chance where we could come up and sing and i was desperate to sing um because that was ultimately that's you know that's what i do for a living um and i wanted to show people that you know i could be versatile and whatnot um so when the opportunity came for the cruise show where i could sing this next song it was it was such a incredible 
nostalgic and euphoric feeling because they hadn't heard me sing before and it was just me singing my heart out to this song which you know is it's an emotional song anyway um and and to see them all stand up from their chairs and leave no <laughs> to see them to see them all stand up and just uh, applaud and some with tears in their eyes um was just such a great feeling um and of course i wasn't expecting for them for them to stand up and and react like they did it was i was doing it for me you know i think performers should always do stuff for you um people pay to watch you and you should perform always always perform for yourself always um so that was a great feeling yeah it's an incredible feeling when i sang that song and i remember i was also singing that song in one of our shows broadway and beyond and i remember seeing you sing it and going oh god oh god <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, that was a musical theatre song from the well-loved musical, and God, it's going on nearly 35 years now. Um, yes. And uh, that was, of course, Les Miserables, and this song is by Jeff, uh, a cover of Bring Him Home.
So there we are. That was Jeff singing Bring Him Home from the musical Les Mis. Um, as I said, when I first saw you do that live, I was amazed. And it was, um, yeah, it was so, so lovely to watch. Um, and also it was so lovely the fact that our performing circles and careers had then come together twice. I think actually from people that I've been in college with and people that I've met on jobs and whatnot, I think it's always been you that we've always just like crossed. Like we went to college oh. together and then we crossed and we did live business and we've crossed again and we've done Piano Australia. And it's been, that's been a lovely thing to carry our friendship through. So um, thank you for joining. Thank you for joining me on this uh, radio show. And also thanks for, yeah, thanks for all the good memories. Uh, oh, no, thank you so much for having me on. And yeah, it's, it's, it's just funny how fate works, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. It's crazy. And, um, but we're very, very lucky. So, Jeff, after uh, the cruise with Piano Australia, where we were working together, what's been after that? How have you found lockdown for the past six months? And uh, what's next for you? Well, lockdown is... Do you know what? I've, despite everything that's going on, lockdown has been absolutely brilliant. Um, for performers, you know, we're always away from homes and away from our families for long periods of time. And lockdown has just been so nice to be reunited with your family. I mean, we've had three months in Plymouth with my family and three months in Malvern with, with my fiance Meg's family. And it's just been so nice um, to have that quality time with your loved ones and, and be with your family again. Um, sadly, at the start of lockdown, um, I had appendicitis surgery. So most of it, <laughs> I was out of action for a long time. Yeah, uh, what I thought was trapped wind was was appendicitis so um yeah my advice to everyone listening if you think you've got trapped wind it could be your appendix so please <laughs> i was very lucky because that could have um that could have burst at any point so that was quite a scary time um i was in hospital for about two days um but you know it just makes you grateful for for what you've got um so lockdown has been great for that um and also learning stuff i've learned so many new songs um i've learned lots of stuff from casting directors i've really made the most of lockdown and in fact i'm gonna miss it because you know we'll never get this time again will we we no, won't certainly won't but what's next for you have you got anything lined up in the future if is there anything happening on the horizon or is it just a case of if a job comes it comes I mean, there's some exciting projects, which, um, of course, I'm not allowed to say just yet and whatnot. And, um, uh, but, you know, I have got stuff around the corner um, and it's exciting. It's really exciting. But I suppose you've got to you've got to just have so many options open because uh, you don't know where life's going to take you. So, yeah, there's some exciting stuff to look forward to. And at the rate this year's going, it'll be Christmas soon, which is <laughs> the most magical time of the year. So there's always something to look forward to, isn't there? Absolutely. Now, Jeff, if anyone wants to get in touch with you or find you or hire you, for example, how would they do that? Of course. Well, yeah, I'm available for bookings at the minute um, for events, socially distanced, of course. So you can uh, type in jeffparlett.com um, and find me on all good social social media websites at Jeff Parlett. Um, and feel free to get in touch. And whether that's for bookings or just for advice or just to say hello then yeah please please get in touch and brilliant well yeah. thank you very much for uh joining me on a swing and sway this afternoon um oh, you've got, thank you for having me on no problem at all you've got one song to play you out what song is it going to be 
the last song I'm going to choose to play purely because it's stuck in my head and it has been for like the last six days. And I think you need to listen to it a couple more times so then it eventually gets out. But that is um, Michael Bublé's cover of the classic, classic track, which is My Baby Just Cares For Me. Amazing. Let's give that a play. Jeff, thank you so much. And uh, I'll hopefully see you really soon. I look forward to it very much, Jay. You take care of yourself. Thank you. My baby don't care for show My baby don't care for clothes My baby just cares for me My baby don't care for furs and laces My baby don't care for I tone places Brand or just in style And even Mr. Clooney's smile Is something she don't see My baby don't care uh, Who knows it My baby just care for me All right, boys, stir it up now Are we ready? Baby just cares for her. She just says her prayers for My baby just cares for me. Only cares for me. She only loves me. So there we have it. That was an interview with Jeff Parler, and I want to thank 
taking the time out this morning to have a chat to me on Zoom. So if you didn't hear any glitches at all, it's only because we're only able to do an interview socially distanced. Uh, but you're listening to Swing and Sway with me, Jay Hutchinson, this afternoon. Uh, coming up, I've got a really exciting little chat with um, Shauna O'Neill, who is part of the Femmes. The Femmes are a vintage trio harmony close harmony group and they are going to be performing again next sunday afternoon at the turbine theater in battersea in london and it's been a while since we've had theater great ears, hasn't it so please feel free to uh listen on to find out more exactly what you can be looking forward to next sunday afternoon i do need to tell you though because the offer is going to expire by midnight tonight that you can go online to the turbine theater and you can head online and you can book a tickets and at the moment they are offering a discounted rate um, you'll be hearing what the code is very very shortly to get half price tickets for next Sunday's show the show is at 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon at the Turbine Theatre you can expect to hear amazing songs uh, from the Andrew Sisters and the like and of course they're going to be doing some songs which are a bit more modern but will still have the jazzy swing flair so make sure you Stick around to hear more about what you can expect. You're listening to Swing and Sway. The time is half past five and we've got half an hour to go. If you would like to advertise on Tring Radio, we offer competitive rates for businesses large and small. By advertising on Tring Radio, you can be sure to reach your target audience in Aylesbury Vale, across Hertfordshire and the rest of the UK. See the advertising page at tringradio.co.uk for details. Tring Radio. The effective way to promote your business. The business. The business. Tring Radio. On air for you, across the local area. We're up again. Sing serenade, flying in G6 jets over Woodland Glen. These are canopies and not hand grenades, and that's the choice we made. Go USA, or Taliban chic, if you got massive hands, or tiny feet. Life hands you lemons, then sell lemonade. It's the choice we made. So. Yeah. 
Robbie Williams there with Soda Pop and if you've been listening to the show you would have had the delight of having a lovely interview to get a bit of in-depth information about Mr. Jeff Parlett who I was interviewing for the past hour and a half. I interviewed him this morning was able to play that through for you and I'm really glad you enjoyed it. I've had some text messages come through so thanks so much. Um, now we're going to listen to Miss Shauna O'Neill who we can expect to hear from very shortly to talk to us all about the Turbine Theatre gig next Sunday afternoon. Birds singing in the sycamore tree Dream a little dream of me Say nighty night and kiss me Just hold me tight and tell me you'll miss me When I'm alone as blue as can be Dream a little dream of me
was Shauna O'Neill there with Dream a Little Dream, and I'm very glad to be joined by Shauna because she is my better half and I do live with her, so there's no social distancing required. I have to do have to mention, we also have a little dog, a cockapoo, called Reggie, who for some reason just wants to sit at the window and growl. So if you hear a growl or a bark in the background, please forgive us. But welcome to the show, Shauna. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Jay, although I don't think you had any other option. <laughs> yeah, you did force me into this, didn't you? Because I live with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Shauna, so you're a member of the FEMS. Tell us who the FEMS are and how it came about. So the FEMS are uh, me and a few of my friends. We met at drama school and we came out of drama school and thought, what? how can we make money? How can we have fun? You know, without waiting on the phone to ring. And we thought we would set up our own band. Now, Close Harmony is really exciting and it's what we really enjoy. And we all adore the 1940s. So... Uh, we thought, let's set it up, and yeah, that was back in 2014, and we're still going strong. And in a nutshell, what are the Femmes? We are a three-piece, close-harmony, vintage band. Great. You've been doing some online concerts. I know you did one for V Day and one for VJ Day. I know because I made them for you, edited them together. It was all, um, everyone filmed everything at their homes. But that's been the only real way of performing, hasn't it? There's no, been, There's been no live performance now for five six months yeah our diary just managed to clear itself within a week you know as most freelancers diaries did we went from you know a summer of every weekend booked doing festivals gigs weddings um cruises to then absolutely nothing so um we fortunately got working with a couple of companies who um booked us to do some online concerts for VE Day and VJ Day um, and we've been putting stuff out on our YouTube channel if anyone wants to have a look. We've got songs up there, we've also got hair tutorials up there because we uh, are, well I say we, the girls are better than I am at the old victory rules but um, yeah you can check them out. We are at fe- uh, youtube.com forward slash UK if anyone wants to have a go at some victory rules. Great, um, I won't be doing that unfortunately. My hair actually is getting quite long, but uh, I don't know if I could get a victory roll out of it. Um, so performing is now slowly back up and running. You've been involved with a, with Cellador. You did a, a show last week in Devon uh, in Ilfracombe. How was that received? Yeah, um, it was brilliant. You know, a lot of companies are trying to work out how we can get live theatre back up and running, but obviously complying with all government guidelines. So we had a, a wonderful show last weekend working with Celador, like you mentioned, in the Landmark Theatre in Ilfracombe, which was also my first trip to Ilfracombe, which was glorious. Um, all socially distant in a... We were supposed to be outside, but then weather wasn't on our side, so we went inside. And, yeah, it was brilliant. It was so nice to be back on stage again and to have the girls by my side and really, you know, do do what we've worked so hard to do our whole life. Wonderful. Uh, and, very excitingly, you're going to be performing back in London. So tell us a bit about the um, show that you've got planned next Sunday. Yeah, we are working this time with the Turbine Theatre, which is a relatively new theatre, um, erected at Battersea Power Station in London. Um, So they have worked out a way to make theatre safe. And uh, this is really exciting, actually, because it's probably the first time that we've ever performed on a jetty, because that's where it is. There's a a gorgeous jetty over the River Thames. There's a stage and a huge screen at the end of it and uh, some socially distant deck chairs, I'm told, anyway. Uh, And we are performing there, yep, next Sunday at 2pm. 
Great. Well, before we talk about it anymore, let's hear something that you guys are like. Are you going to be performing the song at your gig next Sunday? Oh, absolutely. Believe it or not, that song was recorded through iPhones separately from Dartford, St Albans, and Wimbledon? London. London. Yeah, so that was recorded separately on iPhones, close harmony, then coming together, putting the tracks together, and then we made a uh, V-Day and VJ-Day concert out of it, uh, which was all online streamed uh, videos and all. Uh, for about 40 minutes each concert and they both went down absolute storm so the femmes really are i feel like they're going from strength to strength yeah we um you know all had to find a different way of working throughout the last couple of months and it's been really tough but i think we've managed it um, but i'm i'm much prefer being on stage and having the girls either side of me than pretending they're either side of me whilst filming in my living room <laughs> yeah of course so if any people listening to this and are thinking, you know what, I want a bit of that, I want a bit more Femmes action in my life, then how do they go about booking tickets? 
So the show is on at the Turbine Theatre. I'll tell you a little bit about it. It is called, well, it's actually just called Vintage Summertime with the Femmes. But we are going to go through the years, starting with the 1940s, and go through every decade up until the present day and give it what we like to call a Femme makeover. So you can expect not just the Andrew sisters, Glenn Miller and Frank Sinatra, you can expect Elvis, the Beatles, Madonna, uh, Blondie, the Spice Girls... Um, Britney Spears. I mean, where else do you get all of those in the same bill? Yeah, not many places at all. So how do you put these songs together? How are they created? Well, usually we just come up with an idea that we want to do. Um, I write all the harmonies in the group um, and we come up with a way to perform it. And we have some backing tracks made. We can buy some really great backing tracks online. Um, and yeah, we run, get an idea and run with it. And then the show goes through all the years and has sort of more of a through line, does it? Yeah, absolutely. So through the years, what every decade would sound like with a little bit of a 40s twist. So if anyone wants to buy tickets, this is a great time because we have a ticket deal on that ends at midnight tonight. So um, you need to go onto the Turbine Theatre website, which is uh, theturbinetheatre.com and click on what's on, find the firms, book now, and there's a coupon code called GLAM50. So you just need to type the words G-L-A-M-5-0, GLAM50, and that gets you not 10%, not 20%, but 50% off your tickets. So it ends tonight. What are you waiting for? What do we think about the weather? Sun's been out today. Oh, we'll bring the sun out next week. Okay, so like Shauna said there, you can get your tickets by heading over to theturbinetheatre.com, clicking on what's on, and then scrolling down to the FEMS, which is called Vintage Summertime with the FEMS. And if you book your tickets and type in GLAM50, that's GLAM50, you'll be getting 50% off. But make sure you hurry and do that because the offer does end this evening at midnight. And I'm sure if you do come along, you'll probably get a chance to meet the girls as well because you guys are very much social. You'll always come out and have a chat, obviously social distancing, of course. But um, yeah, maybe even get a chance to have a chat with some of the uh, people that may come along. Come along. You'll find us usually at the bar after every event. Okay. Find them at the bar, order them a gin and tonic. Go on then. Go on then, why not? All right then, uh, thanks very much, Shauna, for coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Oh, if anyone else, if anyone can't make the concert but wants to uh, track your progress, seeing what you're up to, how can people find you? You can find us on all things social media. So we are on Instagram, uh, Twitter. We are at FemsThe because we weren't quick enough to get at the Fems. Um, so don't follow at the Fems. Don't know who they are follow at Femmes there or we're just on Facebook as forward slash the Femmes. Amazing. Right, I'm now going to play a song because that's all I had in terms of recordings for the Femmes because you couldn't find the actual songs you've properly recorded, could you? Next week, Jay, next week. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to play another song now. This is actually a song that Shauna and I recorded from a show that we created whilst we worked together on a cruise ship and this is Come Fly With Me. Fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru 
In La La Land there's a one-man band And he'll toot his lute for you Come fly with me, let's take off in the blue Once I get you up there Where the air is rarefied Then we'll glide starry-eyed Once I get you up there I'll be holding you so near You may hear all the angels cheer Because we're together Otherwise it's such a lovely day You just say the words And we'll beat those birds down To Acapulco Bay It's perfect for an evening here With Shauna and Jay Come swing with us, let's swing, let's swing away. Hey, Shauna, guess what? What? This is our very first CD. Oh, I can't believe we've made an album. Are you enjoying it so far? So far, so good. Ah, I've had a brilliant time. But you know what will make it even better? What? As this is my favourite song, can we take it one more time from the ending? All right. Go on, then. Yes! Once I get you up there Where the air is rarefied Then we'll glide starry-eyed Once I get you up there I'll be holding you so near You may hear All the angels cheer Because we're together Otherwise, it's such a lovely day You just say the words and we'll beat those birds down to Acapulco Bay It's perfect for a flying honeymoon day Say, come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly Pack up, let's fly So that was myself and Shauna doing a rendition of Come Fly With Me on off our album Come Swing With Us. Uh, but you can catch Shauna and Meg and Joe at the Femmes performing next Sunday at the Turbine Theatre. If you head over to theturbinetheatre.com, you'll be able to use Glam50 for 50% off. But thank you to my guests this afternoon. I've had Jeff on earlier talking about his career and his progression and how he's looking forward to the future after lockdown. And I've also had Shauna talking about her show next week at the Turbine Theatre with The Femmes. Uh, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And here we've got Jamie Cullum followed by Robbie Williams featuring John Lovitz playing us out. Enjoy the rest of your evening and make sure you join Norm for The Soul Train at 6pm. Like a warm drink it seeps into my soul Please just leave me right here on Later on you could spend some time with me If you want to Oh, see I'm all at sea 
Well, just too, too risque, really. This French champagne. Domestic. So good for the brain. That's what I was going to say. You know, you're a brilliant fellow. Why, thank you. Pick up, Jack. But please don't eat that glass, my friend. Have you heard about dear Blanche? Got run down by an avalanche. No. Oh, don't worry. She's a game girl, you know. Got up and finished fourth. The kids got guts. Having a nice time? Grab a line. Have you heard the Mimsy star? What now? She got pinched in the ass to bar. Just again, eh? She was stoned. Well, did you ever? Never. What a swell party this is. Check out that. That's uh, a lovely dress. You think I can talk her out of it? It's gray. Ah, it's gray. So grand. So grand. It's wonderland. La la da 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 So rare, so rare, like old Camembert, like Barbarum. Don't dig that kind of crooning chum. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party, a swell party, a swelling and elegant party this French. A liberty fraternity. Have you heard it's in the stars? Next July we collide with Mars. Well, did you ever? What a swell party! Swell party. Swelling it. National News on Tring Radio.